to the bottom of Yudchasam Ibiz, where is a dot. It's about ten lines from the bottom. Ten Rabbanan. Start from there because we're in the middle of the sugya, and we will continue on. Ten Rabbanan. Those, yeah, those says a woman can have the ability to drink one time and then a second time. We we'll see exactly what the scenario is, but the possibility of doing a second a second drinking is a reality. This is the drinking. No possibility of drinking a second time. It's only once. There was a story, and Nechunya, the digger of the of the pits, was testified. A woman can drink once and then drink again. The Kiblanu Edusa, we accepted his testimony. Regarding two men, not regarding one man. So that means now the Gemara is differentiating between how we're dealing with this. So Ishachad means... The same husband. If it's Shnei Anashim, if it is two men, means two husbands. So she had one husband. She was on. She was Sosa. She was secluded with uh, a man. She drank, and obviously she was innocent because if not, she would have not survived this story. And then she got married again, second time. She her husband died, divorced, or whatever the case may have been, and gave it to drink again. And again, the same scenario happened. She was Saiser. And the question is, can she be given to drink again? According to Yehuda, yes. Now it's a second husband, no issue. The same husband, that means the same husband to a second time, would not be a possibility. And the Chamim say no. Whether it's the same husband, whether it's the second husband, there's no possibility of doing it again. So you seem to have, as we'll see, three different opinions exactly how this plays out. And then we'll explain further. So the Gemara now first wants to know the drushes. So we had a drush of Tanakama, and I'm of Zeis. We had the word Zeis, Zeis, man, this is the time you can do so. It sounds like only one, and not more than that. And the Barnabas story, and I'm Yixiv Teiras. Teiras is an inclusive language, which is a language of Rabim. Sounds like it's multiple times. So how does each one deal with the, the drush of the other one? Zeis, again, sounds like singular. This is the only time you can do so, not more than that. And the word Teiras, which seems to be inclusive, how does the other one deal with those words. I'm a rabbi. The Gemara says as follows: Be'ishachad u'bayalachad kuli amale pligidein ishayisuveshena. The extreme scenario that means the same husband with the same boil with the same person that she was secluded with. Everyone agrees there is no possibility of drinking again, and therefore the ksiv zeis. So the the zeis will teach you minimally that case that only that you cannot have a second drinking with the same husband with the same person that she was secluded with. That's what Zayis can tell according to everyone. Minimally that. Now, if it's two husbands and two different men, everyone agrees, she can't drink a second time. So that means the other extreme. It's a second husband and a second man that she's with. Everyone agrees that she can have a second drinking. And therefore, the word Tairas would minimally include at least that. A case where there's a new husband and a new boil, a new person she's actually secluded with. So therefore, the extremes in both cases will definitely will fit the drasha. Zeis will tell you that in that case where it's the same person and the same husband, you cannot drink again. And Teres would at least include with a new husband and a new boil. 
The question is the cases in between. How do we deal with those cases? Keep pligi, isha echad, shnei You have the same husband, but it's a new bayil. It's a new person she's secluded with. Or, shnei anashu It's a new husband, but it's the same person who she's secluded with. Is that going to be a possibility of being, again, Tanakama savar, l'rabuye, kule, and zeis, l'mute ish echad. So he says, teras is going to include all of them. And Zeis comes to exclude Ishachar Ubayalacha. The only case that excludes is same man and the same boil. Which means all the cases you can drink a second time, except for the extreme case of the same person with the same husband. And Rabbanim Asrei, the last Rabbanim at the end, Sovereign No, Zeis Lumutekuli, Zeis tells you all the cases you can't drink again. And the only case you can is Teiras Lurubuyi Shnei Anashim Shnei the one extreme case we have the second husband and a second boil is the only case you can drink a second time. And the in-between sheet is of Yehuda. Yehuda Savar, Zeus Lamute Tarti, and Teres Lerubi Tarti. Zeus excludes two cases, and Teres includes two cases. Which case is that? Zeus Lamute Tarti, the one that excludes, you can't drink a second time, the same husband with the same boil, the same man, and even if it's a second boil, a second man, a second person she's secluded with, but it's the same husband, Zeis tells you, no, you do not drink again with the same husband. And Toiras is to include the other two cases. It comes to include two. Whether we have a second husband, even if it was the same person she's secluded with, and for sure, two husbands and a second boil, she also can drink a second time. So we will have three shitas how it plays out in halacha. Do we say that all cases you can you cannot drink again except for the one case of Shnei Anashim Shnei or the opposite, all cases you can um, except for the same man with the same husband or the split of Yehuda between basically one husband or second husband. If it's one husband, you cannot drink a second time with the same husband. New husband, you can drink a second time whether it's the same boil or a different boil. Hajjid Allah Yamevi, which completes the second paragraph of Sota. Hashem, Zechna finished two complete prakim, and then move on to the beginning of the third parak. Third parak. Does, uh, does the Gemara explicitly tell us what happens to these uh, men when she drinks? Yes. Now stay tuned. Stay tuned. Not there yet. Okay, now with the Mishnah, the Mincha, which is one of the carbon that she brings. We spoke about this briefly earlier. We get into more details in the coming Mishnah. She brought it originally in this basket, this woven basket, this uh, very inferior type of basket. As we mentioned earlier, the way of showing non-covered to it. That's the way she brings it. But then, obviously, you cannot bring it as a carbon in this basket. It has to be put into a klishtaris, into a bat, into a keli, which is made to serve in the Mesa Migdash. And it's poured from there into a klisharis, which makes it kadosh. And then, you place this klisharis on her hand. The kayim places his hand underneath, and they wave it. Now, is a big machaikas in the Rishayim, are their hands actually touching? It doesn't, it doesn't sound like it was very appropriate for the hands to be touching, and Taisa actually discusses about this. Many learn and this is probably the simplest way to understand it, a lot of doctors, the hands are actually touching each other, could be they're in different parts of the keli, 
and maybe different sides of it, or top and bottom, different ways to learn and learn. And that would certainly answer the question simply that that they aren't, actually aren't touching. The Arishan will learn they are, and deal with exactly how that's appropriate and how it's possible. But simpler would certainly learn that they're not actually touching, they're just both holding onto the Kaylee simultaneously. Yes, with the, that's correct. Uh, correct, and that taste seems to ensue that that there was was, but there's in the situation there's no hair, which, which is similar to what we had before. That's correct. That's correct. Clean tears of clothing, etc. Okay, Hanif, they lift it up, and then Higish, they bring it to the mizbeach, which is the called Hagasha, bring it to the to the mizbeach. Kamatz, they do a kamitza, which is the taking the part of the flower, they rub off the top and bottom, and that middle part is the part that's born on the mizbeach. Hector, they put that middle part on the mezbech, and the rest of the flour, and that's like every classic mincha, there's a part which is on the mezbech, the rest of it goes to the kainim to consume. If there was, they, she drank, and then afterwards, you mark with the mincha. So it means, sounds like that the first procedure is the hashka, and the hashka afterwards. That's the tanakam. Do you shimon or no? The opposite. You first bring the mincha, and then you do the drinking of the water. We'll see later on tomorrow's deal with exactly the structure of the psukim. But the, there is a pasuk which says that after the mincha is when she drinks the water. Pasuk seems to clearly indicate that the mincha comes first. We'll see how the rabbanon deal with that pasuk in the Gemara. But if Shimon agrees. Even though he says, really, it should first be the mincha and then after tashka, if you flipped it around and did the drinking first and then the mincha is still kosher, we'll see, he gets that from the psukim as well, we'll see in the, in the, in the uh, structure of the psukim, but b'diyavet he agrees, it's going to be kosher if it was backwards. Amalei Velezer, the ratio, the dairy, he, Velezer said the ratio was in his dur, the taste of akar, don't sit on your knees, Adam Farshali Hamilton to explain to me the following thing. What do you say? There's no Pasik which explicitly mentions this idea of waving the mincha by the mincha sot. It is something which is common by other kabaros, but it doesn't explicitly mention it over here. So where do you know? Where's the source that there is a din of tanufa by the mincha sota? Kamara says, Minalan, I'm sorry, Minal Hindik Sabe. I'm sorry, it does say it's done a tanufa. It doesn't say babaylam It doesn't say it's done with babaylam. I mean, all it says is a very ambiguous way of the tanufa. But it doesn't say exactly how the structure of the tanufa is done. So how do you know it's done babaylam? How do you know it's done with babaylam? The is, and the kain takes it and waves it. Which sounds simply from the psukim that the kain is the one that's waving it. So how do you know that the babaylam, which is the woman in this case, how do you know she's waving it as well? We learn a Xerishava Yad Yad from Shlamim, which is also a din of Tanufa mentioned by the Karban Shlamim. It says by the Sota, Over there, it's the Kayin is involved, so over here, the Kayin is involved. Over there, also, the Bailam is mentioned explicitly, the Bailam is also involved, Afkan Bailam. Here, also, the Bailam is involved as well. How do you do that? You put his hand under her again, whether it's exactly underneath or not, there's a but they put them together and they wave it together. So even the Pasuk mentions explicitly the Kayin, the fact that the Shava that Tashlamim, that the Bailam is included, so to over here the Bailam is included as well. Heinef, Vehegesh, Rekamat, Seyemash, Rekach, Makarism, Chasam. 
So Gemara says that you, you, um, you hainif, you lift it up, higish, you bring it to the Zbeach, kamatz, do the kamitza, that was these. And then it says the, um, the hikter, you burn it, and then the rest brought to the kainim. And then the Mishnah is talking about and then it sounds like it's, it's very strange. So it's talking about the carbon. It was brought on the Mizbeach. And then you're drinking and then the Minchot. I mean, you just told me that <laughs> the 10th line before that, Minchot is already done already. So what are you now bringing, going back to the fact that it was drinking first and then the Minchot? Minchot is already done already, the way the, at least the Mishnah set up. What's the Akrava? It's already brought. It says, Hanif, Higish, Kamatz, and Hector. Sounds like the Mishnah that was brought already. So what are you now referring and going backwards and saying that there's a possibility of doing hashka and then afterwards the Mishnah? The Mishnah says, you're right. You have to read the Mishnah as follows. Say the Mishnah is Ketzah. Let's discuss the entire structure of the Mishnah. Ketzah, what do you do? In the Mishnah, there's a Hanif and there's a Higish. You first do Tanufa, you do the Hagasha, you do the Kamitsa, you do the Aktara. And then the Mishnah discusses now, as far as the order of when it's done, there's a machlekes. First, you do the drinking. Afterwards, you bring the mincha. And if Shimon says, So it's really, we'll call that a, a little um, detail missing in the Mishnah. Mishnah really meant to say, and now we're going to go and describe exactly when it's done. First, we'll tell you the whole structure of the mincha. And then we'll tell you when it's done. Machlekes. If Shimon and the Rabbanan, we do hashka first, or do the mincha first. So, Rabbi, yeah. they would do the hashka early, and she were to burst, per se. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't it kind of mess up the whole ceremony over here? Uh, I mean, the carbon is still a carbon. It's, I mean, yeah, the kohanim would have an obligation to, to do it, but it, it seems that you would go through all this, the, this, the, the prior steps, and then the hashka would be the... the, the I hear that's right. Also, it's also right. It's a good point. Exactly when I mean, that we'll tell later on, this discuss exactly how it happened practically. Yeah. Good also. So it's I'm not really proving anything. The carbon. It's 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 seemingly a carbon is usually a kapara, and probably the some level kapara as well. She definitely did something wrong. She was excluded with this man. I mean, the whole thing was not, not appropriate. Stuff in the Minchas brought, I would say, some level of kapara. Some level is part of the procedure. I don't know, you know, so I don't know if it proves either which way. It just, it's just part of the procedure and possibly the is part of the kapara as well. It's a, uh, yeah. It does, I don't know if it says explicitly, you know, the, the goal of the karma, but that's the purpose of it. Okay. Then the. In terms of what? Right, but in Chari it is also like a, so that as well, but yeah. Okay, then the mission this get into this Shiloh, which one comes first? Machaikis. Everyone agrees. If it was Hishka, then afterwards the Minch was brought, there's still Kosher again with the Evid, even if Rabbi Shimon agrees to that. Says the Gemara. Now, it's actually, there are three times the Torah mentions the idea of. Um, Hashka. I'm going to read the Pesachim here. I have a quote over here. It's because of Esaulah Sa'ilah, you write all the curses, and they put it into the water, and then it says Vehishka. Right after the first time where it says they wrote the words, Vehishka, give it to drink. And then it says, you take the Mincha, 
with the Kamitsa, and then again it says Hashka, a second time. And the third time it says, Hishka Samayim, Raisim Tamar, so Shu is Tamay, then this is what's going to happen. So three times the Torah mentions the idea of Hashka, which is, seems to be redundant, and Morris is now going to discuss, according to each opinion, how exactly we structure these three mentioning of Hashka. Tan Rabbanan, the Hishka. The first time mentioned Hashka, which is before the Mincha is brought. That's the first time mentioned. It says you, you write it and then you drink it. Matamulamer, what's it telling you? Well, like right now, the person saying right afterwards, Vehishka. Sounds like after the Mincha. What's the first Hashka doing? So the Gemara says, this is Rabbi opinion. Shem Nimcha Megillah, Vaymeris Inishesa, that it was erased, and then she says, I don't want to drink. Marani, so we force her. Mashna said, Bakakh, we force her. So that. Ashko, which is right after the the idea of the writing of the words and putting it into the water, is telling you almost a side point that in certain cases you require and you force her to drink. When is that? That if you read, you raised the water, so that was done, and then you, then she says, I don't want to drink, at that point you force her. That's the Rekiva's opinion. Rav Shimonaimer, the Acha Yashka, the second Yashka, which means the second time which is Yashka, which is after the, the Haktari, after the bringing of the Mincha. Matamalaimer. Like for Anamah said right before that, after all the steps, which is the Shvua, and she's Makabo the Shvua, and they write the Megillah, and they and they write and the Haktara, then you go and do the Hashka. But there's three things they have to do before you drink. Actually, you have to do the Kamitza. You have to do the Mechik of the Megillah. So this is where Shimon learns, again, the second time where it says Hashka is really the point to actually do the Hashka, which is after the Mincha, and also after the um, erasing of the, of, the, of the words in the, in the water, all that's telling us. So both through Rekib and Shimon actually both agreeing that the Hashka is done after the Mincha, Mechalikas had to learn the Pesukim itself, but they're both agreeing to that. Again, different than the Rabban, and the Rabban learned exactly the opposite that it was done before. The one now first explains now Rav Shimon's opinion. Actually, Karav Kamitz, you have to do three things that you have to do before you do the drinking: the kibitza, the erasing in the megillah, and just makabel the shvua. Kamar is actually Karav Kamitz. Shimon Tamei. This is Rav Shimon's whole whole shita. To Amar Makivus Benchasa, and afterwards Mashka. So he learns that from the second time it says Mashka, which is going after the kibitza is done, after the ktar is done, then you do the hashka. But he said you also have to make sure you erase the Megillah before you give it to drink. Gemara says that's obvious. <laughs> you didn't erase the right. What is what is she drinking exactly? Yeah. So I'm Very fascinating thing. That you have to erase it to the point you can't even see the words at all. If you erased it, and most of it was erased, but there was still you could still make out the words over there. It's not good enough. It has to be fully, fully erased to be considered a valid. What did it drink from? So the Alsa is telling you that you have to fully erase it, not just you have to erase it. Obviously, you have to erase it because if not, you have nothing to drink. To fully erase it to the point that nothing is actually left at all. You can't even make out the words at all. Paper is like basically totally swiped off clean and no longer recognizable, the words at all. That's the second thing. Actually, to Kabbalah of Shvua, the thing actually make Kabbalah of Shvua. So it says, Mishtu Deloishasi, a of Kashvah. It sounds like you don't give it to drink in Toshmik Kabbalah of Shvua. It sounds like the Ksiva you could, right? What do you mean? It's Megillah Saita was written before the Kabbalah Shvua, the rest of the Kalam. So, of course, you have to make Kabbalah Shvua. Look at the Nasri, right? This really point is really unnecessary because, of course, you really, even the Ksiva can't be done before the Kabbalah Shvua. 
Obviously, the hashkar can be done before the before the shvua because it has to be done all earlier before anything is done. Both the ksiva and the hashkar have to be done after the curse is said and the shvua is made, as we mentioned earlier. Okay, so now we're going to go through machlekes of Shimon and Rabbanan. Which one came first, Mincha first, or the Ashkaz first? The Makhmet, what's the Machlaikis? Tlasa Kroyksiv, there are three times again it says the word Ashkaz. So the Tanakam learns as follows. Vishka Kama, Vyacha Yishka, Vishka Basra. So first it says the first Ashkaz, which is before the Haktara, the second Ashkaz, which is after the Haktara, and the third Ashkaz, which is at the end, also after the Haktara. So Abonat Savri, Vishka Kama Lagufay. The Vishka Kam, which means when it says first you drink, and that's before the the um, Haktara, that's the one that's actually telling you when to drink. So the, the first drinking is the actual structure, the actual order. The second one, we'll see in a moment, but the first one's telling you when you actually drink. That's the that's that's Gufay. The first drink, and then afterwards you give the Mincha. The Yacha Yashka. And after it says you should give it the drink, that's for a second halacha, as we mentioned before, the shumanika, to make sure that the the words are totally erased, totally gone, to allow it to drink. Hishkabasa, the third time it says Hishka, to tell you, says, I don't want to drink, at that point after it's erased, Maronis, you force her, you have three different Hishkais, according to the Abanan. The first one's telling you when, before the Mincha, second one's telling you to make sure it's fully erased. Third one's telling you that at some point, if she says, I don't want to drink, it's too bad. If she's, once you erased it, you force her to drink. Rav Shimon said, no. The second time where it says you give it the drink, that's the one that actually says the order. Which is fascinating, because the first one we'll see is not, is not the one that's telling you the order. The second one's telling you the order, that the first, the mincha, and then you have to give it the drink. Vishka Kam, what's with the first one? That's telling you B'diyavid. Who's done the opposite? That you gave it to drink and then brought the mincha? So it's fascinating. The first one, which is seems to be telling you the opposite, is telling you but the Well, interesting. The last one is telling you again, similar to the Rabbanan. If she, if you erase it, then she says, "I don't want to drink." Too late. Maronis, so you force her. Rabbanan, Rabbanan don't like this because we're not going to start the first Pasuk which says Ashka tell you the Halacha B'dyevid what's going to happen if you didn't do it correctly and the second one tells you the correct Halacha it's a little strange and that's the way Shimon learns it but the Rabbanan learned that it goes in order first one's telling you when to do it second one's for a different Halacha that is Shumanikar that has to be fully erased asking right now a separate question Mustafa Vikiva. Do he actually agree to this halacha that at some point you, you give her, you force her to drink? This uh, thing of, of iron, like which has like two teeth in it, you stick into her mouth, this is when you're forcing her to drink. That if she, if you erase it, and she says, I don't want to drink, you force her. You force her. says, No, we don't do that. The whole point of giving to drink is to check her out. She says, I don't want to drink. It's obvious she's guilty. right? So you don't have to go and force her. Well, the Baduka Vimedis, she is checked out by saying, I don't want to drink. It's clear that she's guilty. But he does say, until you do the Kamisa, she could, she could retract and say, I don't want to drink. But he does say, but he still says that once the Kamisa is done, you can't go back. Which is a little strange. He just told me that if she says I don't want to drink, it's clear. So why does he say that to 
after Kamitz, the Gemara will discuss that in a moment. Well, Taimech asked him another question. We said that once the Kamitz is brought, now she can't retract. What do you mean? She just told me that when she admits, that she says, I don't want to drink, that's an admission. <laughs> Why is she saying, I don't want to drink? So what's the difference if it's before the Kamitz or after the Kamitz? After the Kamitz, the same halacha should apply, that she says, I don't want to drink. That should be a clear admission, that she's guilty. It's like, Kasha, once she's being chayzer and she's trembling, it's clear that she's only being she's only saying I don't want to drink because she's she's so nervous about this whole process she doesn't want to do it. But she's not necessarily that admission of her guilt. She's just too nervous. This thing is is overwhelming and she's trembling and she's that's why. Another way is machus that's you don't show, you don't see her as as trembling from the from the fear of the whole thing. She's just saying I don't want to drink. That's actually an admission of guilt. The fact that she is. Confidently saying, "I know I don't want to drink." Right? Obviously, she's she's admitting. Welcome. This is the way the Gemara is going to play out. If it's not when she's trembling and she's just saying, "I don't want to drink," you never give it to drink because that's the admission of guilt. You never give it to drink. But when she's trembling and she's not necessarily the admission of guilt, but it's still there's still a, a protocol that what actually before the Megillah is erased. Inami of the Megillah was erased, Elchem Yilof was erased. Shlekedin Ovid, Karin of the Machi, but it was erased. Shlekedin, which means it was done after the Haktar, not beforehand, out of order. Matzi Hajjabi, she could retract if it was in either of those two scenarios. But, the Shakar of the Kaimits is brought, and it was done correctly, and then it was Nimchaka, then it was erased. The Vidin Ovid, Karin of the Machi, was done properly in the right structure. Not because of mission of guilt, because this is the structure of the Megillah. That once it was, all the steps were done, and erased, she can't go back. That's 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 too bad. It was she set up her situation. If you want to admit, you have till this point to admit. Once the kmitz is done, once the akrav is done, once the nigil is erased, at that point it's too late, and we take away your ability to do so. Gemara says one last point. Kash the vikiva, the vikiva still steering the vikiva, because before the vikiva hasam amar mechika ma'akiv. Before he saw only the mechika is ma'akiv. That means only the mechika itself is ma'akiv. That you're going to make her force her to do that. But once it's and once it's, it's erased, if you didn't do the haktara, you still force her. That as long as you, if you're not, if you didn't do the kaimitz yet, you still can go and retract, even though the 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 megillah was erased. Which is that point? That's two about which exactly steps you need before she can can retract. That's a side point. Regardless, Rikiva does agree that once it's fully processed, whatever the fully processed actually includes, she can't go back. But in both of those things, only when she is going back, not because of trembling. That means when she's, that means she's, but both cases when she's trembling, I mean she, she's retracting because she's too overwhelmed. If it's retracting and it's not because she's overwhelmed, but because it looks like she's guilty, both cases, all scenarios of Kiva agrees, do not give it the drink because she admitted herself for guilt, and therefore there's no point to give it the drink. You can just take it as as is. That would be a tough call. In terms of.